We are the Marcelin Brothers, and this is the Marcelin Brothers Podcast, MBP for short. We are here to share our story and to contribute our thoughts about everyday topics in life. Time to sit back, relax, and get ready for the MVP attack. What's going on? What's going on? What's going on? Today is March 6, 2020. And if you are listening or watching, you are listening or watching to the Marston Brothers podcast. So today, ladies and gentlemen, my MVP crew, it looks like you are talking to me, myself, and I. We've got Marston Party of One today trying to represent strong for the Marston Brothers podcast. So it's been a little while, ladies and gentlemen. You know, the February was a pretty long February, even though it's the shortest month of the year. Took a little break, but I'm hoping that the time away has given us the opportunity just to be able to think, concentrate, get back to the swing of things. And I'm hoping that this episode brings us back with a bang and we get to see what's going on. So it's been a little while since the last time we've talked to each other. And again, like I said before, it's the month of March. What has been going on with me? Well, March is my birthday month, so I am definitely looking forward to celebrating the birthday month. I don't just celebrate my birthday, but I do celebrate the birthday month. So we are on March 6th, and I am definitely looking forward to that. So I'm hoping to take a couple of days off during the birthday month and then maybe take a longer vacation in the month of April. So those are some things that we've got going on. Family is doing wonderful, can't complain. Beautiful wife is doing wonderfully. For those of you guys who don't know, my wife is expecting, so we are definitely looking forward to celebrating the birth of our daughter. So she'll be coming through. Pregnancy is going well, so praise God to that. And Ophelia is just kicking butt and taking names. She, I mean, I keep on telling everybody that she's two and a half, but she's getting close to three, so... I think it's going to be perfect with her realizing that she's going to be a big sister. I think her adapting to that role of being the protector for baby number two is going to be something fun. So I'm definitely looking forward to giving you guys more updates to see how things are going when it comes to that. You know, what else is going on? Man, we've made it to another weekend. Thank goodness. I mean, the week's... You know, we do work, but I feel like the weekends are always nice just because it's some family time. I've talked to you guys about the traditions that my beautiful daughter and I have, and of course, the traditions that me and my family have during the weekends. It's just a nice time just to be able to hang out, relax, catch up, and just to make sure that we're enjoying each other's company. So I think the last two weekends, we've had some great family weekends, and we're hoping that this weekend coming up, will be another good one so look today we're going to be doing current events it is march so a lot of stuff has been going on in the news but i figure the mvp crew may want to hear what i think about these topics so we're just going to go straight to probably that number one topic that everybody talks about and it's that coronavirus so i have a cnn article that i will be reading to you guys The name of the article is The Coronavirus Symptoms to Be on the Lookout for and How to Protect Yourself. Now, first off, just off the bat before we 
start talking a little further about the coronavirus. This is a health article, and yes, I am a pharmacist, but I do not want you guys to feel that any information that I will be sharing with you guys is going to be actual medical advice that you know you you need to follow. This is something that we're just going to be talking about from just a general human being perspective and just to see what's out there, just to see what people are thinking, what some different physicians are thinking and how should we cope with some of this stuff. So again, this is not professional advice. It's just me giving my opinion. That's all it is. All right. So the coronavirus symptoms to be on the lookout for and how to protect yourself. This was written by Faith Karami on, yeah, probably a couple of days ago. So here goes the story. As the United States records recorded its first coronavirus death and the number of infections grows worldwide, many people are wondering what symptoms to be on the lookout for and how to protect themselves. There are now 71 confirmed and presumptive positive cases of the coronavirus in the United States. Here's what you should know to keep yourself safe. First off, what are the symptoms? Coronavirus makes people sick, usually with a mild to moderate upper respiratory tract illness, similar to the common cold. Its symptoms include a runny nose, cough, sore throat, headache, and a fever that can last for a couple of days. For those with a weakened immune system, the elderly and the very young, there's a chance that the virus could cause a lower and much more serious respiratory tract illness like a pneumonia or bronchitis. How does it spread? Transmission between the humans happens when someone comes into contact with an infected person's secretions such as droplets in a cough. Depending on how virulent the virus is, a cough, sneeze, or handshake could cause exposure. Virus can be transmitted by coming into contact with someone with an infected person has touched, then touching your mouth, nose, or eyes. Caregivers can sometimes be exposed by handling a patient's waist, according to the CDC. The virus appears to mainly spread from person to person. People are thought to be the most contagious when they are the most symptomatic, the sickest. The CDC says some spread might be possible before people show symptoms. There have been reports of this occurring with the coronavirus, but this is not thought to be the main way the virus spreads. How is it treated? There is no specific antiviral treatment, but research is underway. Most of the time, symptoms will go away on their own and experts advise seeking care early. If symptoms feel worse than the standard cold, see your doctor. Doctors can relieve symptoms by prescribing a pain or fever medication. The CDC says a room humidifier or a hot shower can help with a sore throat or cough. People with the coronavirus should receive supportive care to help relieve symptoms. In some severe cases, treatment includes care to support vital organ functions, the CDC says. People who think they may have been exposed to the virus should contact their health care provider immediately. How long is the incubation period? Quarantine is usually set up for the incubation period, the span of time in which the people who have developed illnesses after the exposure. For coronavirus, the period of quarantine is 14 days from the last date of exposure because 14 days is the longest incubation period seen for the similar illness. How can you prevent it? There is no vaccine to prevent against it, at least not yet. The United States National Institutes of Health is working on a vaccine, but it will be months until clinical trials get underway and more than a year until it might become available. Meanwhile, you may be able to reduce your risk of infection by avoiding people who are sick. Cover your mouth and your nose when you sneeze or cough and disinfect the objects with any surfaces that you touch. Avoid touching your eyes, nose, and mouth. Wash your hands often with soap and water for at least 20 seconds. 
Awareness is key. If you are sick and you have reason to believe that it may be coronavirus, you should let a healthcare provider know and seek treatment immediately. So, coronavirus. So, people have been talking about the coronavirus for a couple of months now, and this is probably the most current pandemic that we may have right now. And my thoughts on the coronavirus is, look, coronavirus is going to be a type of virus. Viruses are something that we see oftentimes, you know, when people who are sick, the two basic times of colds that people will have will be some sort of bacterial infection or it could be a viral infection. Now, what I try to tell people when they're talking about coronavirus, what are my thoughts about it? Again, the coronavirus is very similar to another virus. You know, at this point, there is no cure. And just with other viruses, what do you do to help yourself when you get that sickness? Well, a lot of what you're going to have to do is you're going to have supportive care. So what does that mean? So supportive care essentially is going to be any of the symptoms that you currently will be exhibiting. You try to take medicines that will help take care of those symptoms themselves. So... When you think about any type of virus or a cold, you're probably going to have a stuffy nose. You may have a runny nose at some point. You may have a sore throat. You may have a fever. And that's just the basic life cycle of the virus. And those are going to be the symptoms that most individuals receive when they have the virus. So what are some things you can do when you do have those signs and symptoms? Well, if you're coughing, then you would take some sort of cough suppressant that will help you not cough. If you are, you know, feeling achy, then you would probably want to look towards some sort of medication that will help out with pain relief. So your most common types of medications are probably going to be some sort of you know, NSAID or you can take something like acetaminophen that will help out with the pain that goes along with that. If you're having fevers, then Tylenol again is another medication that you may take just to help with the fever bring down the temperature and you can also take you know an NSAID such as ibuprofen that'll help also control not only the the fever but it'll also help out with some of the pain that you may have as well feeling dehydrated is going to be something that you're going to exhibit when you have a virus so when you are feeling dehydrated what are some things you can do well you know the obvious choice would be drinking water you know maybe something if you if you're feeling weak and lethargic and aren't able to eat maybe having some sort of beverage that has some sort of electrolytes to help with keeping most of the fluids that are inside of you. And it's basically just going to be rest and trying to get better. When I think of coronavirus and when I try to explain to people how does it compare, it's, for lack of a better term, it's probably going to be very similar to like a very nasty flu and when you think about the flu the flu is something that people get every year it is something that you know when it's flu season you know it's going to affect lots of individuals and when we're looking at the coronavirus yes i mean the coronavirus is something that is spreading around but the flu is very similar to that as well i mean the flu you see the flu all over the world and people and different countries will experience that flu and the way that people treat themselves when they have the flu should be very similar to how people will treat themselves if they have the coronavirus. So yes, it's very scary. Yes, there's a lot of pandemonium that's going on because it's something that's new. 
I always tell people if you treat the coronavirus like you would and as flu season is around, then you should be okay. So again, what does that mean? Proper hand hygiene. That is the number one way to help decrease the risk of this virus. So making sure that you're washing your hands, making sure that you're not just putting your hands to your mouth, any of the mucous membranes, because those are going to be things that will help spread the disease. If you are around individuals who are coughing, again, try to, just like what you would do whenever, maybe turn away, or just try to avoid that droplet airborne type of a manifestation that could occur from any type of viruses that come through. If you are somebody who's sick, you know, it's good for you to stay home. You know, I would advise you just as you would with having the flu, stay home because you are able to get better on your own without having to spread the disease. And that'll be something that, you know, people will be very extra sensitive to. Again, when you're looking at their surfaces, making sure that you're disinfecting as as you normally would. If you are at a workstation, you know, wiping it down before you work, if you're in a public area, try to not necessarily be a hermit and not go anywhere, but just think again. You know, you just want to be smart with your surroundings. If you're able to avoid going to large populous places because there is not a need for it, then it's probably better for you to stay home just like you would anyways during the flu season. So, again, yes, it's a very big deal. Yes, people are reacting very strongly with it. But what are you going to do? There is no cure for it at this point. And, again, we have something that is similar to the coronavirus with regards to the flu because, again, the flu is a type of virus just as the coronavirus is as well. So there are lots of things that I've seen in just my everyday life that is being affected because of coronavirus and a couple of things that come to mind for me is number one when you're going to the grocery store what you're starting to notice is you're starting to notice items with hand hygiene or just hygiene in general they're starting to not be in as much stock as they once were so what am i talking about so I think the number one thing that people are probably looking at is coronavirus is Lysol. So any type of you're disinfected, I feel like Lysol is one of those things where it kills a lot of different viruses. And that is something that is becoming a little more difficult to get. And it's due to how stressful people are with what's going on. And I think because of this, people are taking more and more and more of what they're used to what they're not used to taking and this is affecting supply chain what are some other things that i'm seeing so other things that i'm seeing are going to be your paper towels they're going to be you know any type of cleaning agent you know those are things that people are starting to feel stressful about you know maybe tissues and i think people are also starting to treat this as hurricane season when it comes to what type of items do i need to get if a hurricane were to come. So, you know, I'm starting to see lots more water in the stores. I'm starting to see people when they're going to Costco, BJ's, they're starting to bulk up and buy a lot more things than what they're used to because I think there is a lot of fear that this coronavirus could affect 
the way that we live in. I, I've got to say it already has. You know, another thing that I've started to notice when it comes to the coronavirus is how this is affecting global markets, the U.S. market when it comes to the stock market, when it comes to finances in general. You're starting to see that the stock market doesn't feel very excited about this situation and there is a lot of fear. I would say maybe two or three weeks ago, we were closing in on our all-time highs with the S&P 500, with the Dow Jones, with NASDAQ, and within a couple of weeks with everything that's been going on with the coronavirus, you're starting to see the stock market go down you know, close to 12 15% in a couple of weeks. And this is the most the stock market has gone down so quickly since the 2008 recession. So this is one of those things where people are starting to get scared. People are starting to take money out of their retirement funds. People are starting to just freak out like this is the end of the world. And I really want to caution individuals to try not to be so reactive when these things come through. Education is very important, making sure that you understand the facts of what's going on and what this information, try to think as clear-headed as possible. So when it comes to the stock market, okay, when it comes to you know monies, this could actually be a good opportunity for some people who aren't as fearful when it comes to pandemoniums like this. When the stock market goes down, it's a great opportunity to buy at a discount. I think if you were to go to a store like a Macy's or JC Penney's and you saw, you know, a pair of jeans that used to cost 70 or 80 bucks and now they cost 10 or 15 bucks, you would automatically go and buy those jeans like it was the best thing ever and you would think that this was a dream come true. But when it comes to the stock market, people are just very fearful when the stocks go down. And they want to sell because they feel like they're maybe at the peak and they want to still get something out of it. You know, I really caution individuals, you know, again, I am not a financial professional, but these are the opportunities where people do make money later on down the line. So still focus on your 401ks. If you're doing dollar cost averaging, which means you are paying a certain dollar amount for your retirement every time you have a paycheck, and with this, what will end up happening is the lower the stock market goes, the more index fund you're able to purchase so that eventually once the stock market goes back up, you're going to be making money from that. So don't do any drastic changes. Try to continue to leave, live life as you normally would. You know, Maybe don't look at the stock market. Just keep on doing your thing. Get through it. And I think you'll be okay. You know, Are we at the point now where it's, you know, like a hurricane warning and there's nothing that you can find. No, we're not that at that point yet, but I think it's one of those things where it's not a bad idea to just maybe come up with a potential plan. Hey, what are some things you want to do? Do you, would you feel more comfortable if you were to go to the store and, you know, buy the normal stuff that you would normally buy, but maybe stock up on it so that, you know, if this isn't a big deal, you'll still use that stuff anyways. That may not be a bad thing to look at. But again, as much as it may be difficult, try to keep, rational try not to let the news just inundate yourself with all these you know things that will make individuals click on these stories because at the end of the day again we deal with blues all the time we deal with viruses all the time 
and we're going to be okay. So take heed in that. So that's probably the number one thing that everybody's talking about. So those were my two cents. Again, feel free to contact me at marcelinbrothers at gmail.com if you have any thoughts about what's going on with the coronavirus and if you think that how people are reacting are warranted based off of the information that we have or do we feel that people are maybe making too much of a deal or maybe there are some people that may not be making enough deal and and they may need to do something. So let me know what you guys think at Marcelin Brothers at gmail.com and we would love to entertain that so that was story number one story number two it is more time dependent with what's going on right now and it's literally about time so i wanted to talk about daylight savings time so this is an article that was published in fox business under the light trying to take a look at is figure out Daylight Savings Time 2020, what to know as it starts back. This was literally published seven, seven hours ago, so this is literally straight off the press. So clocks will spring forward on Sunday at 2 a.m. So this, because I still do enjoy sleep. Again, I have a almost three-month-old who is definitely going through her terrible twos, and you know, we work hard, my wife and I, and we try to value sleep as much as possible. But this is that dreaded time of the year where uh, we have to spring forward and we lose an hour. So let me start reading the article and we'll see what where things go from there. So this weekend, daylight savings time will start up again after a four-month break. That means at 2 a.m. on Sunday, time will spring forward to 3 a.m. We won't go back to the standard time until November. Most digital devices like computers, phones, and tablets would automatically switch the time over automatically, but losing the hour can still be confusing for some. Ahead of the jump back into daylight savings, here are five things to know about the practice. Well, first off, when did it start? The U.S. government first practiced daylight savings in 1918 during World War I in order to conserve coal. It didn't become a law until 1966 with the federal passage of the Uniform Time Act. Today, daylight savings is under the jurisdiction of the U.S. Department of Transportation, according to its website. Why do we do it? Well, according to the DOT, daylight savings time saves energy, prevents traffic injuries, and reduces crime because it gives more hours of daylight. Are there health impacts? Despite the assertions on the DOT website, researchers have linked daylight savings with an increased risk of heart problems such as strokes, heart attacks, and atrial fibrillation. So these are all, again, different types of health problems that deal with the cardiovascular system, more importantly, the heart. In the spring, the day after we move into daylight savings time, there are more car accidents, greater stock market losses, more workplace injury, reduced test scores, and higher suicide weights, says Greg Ridgman, who co-authored a 2017 study from the American Association for the Advancement of Science on daylight savings effects on sleep, said in a press release. Are there economic impacts? According to the estimation of the Chimura Economics and Analytics, daylight savings time cost more than $433 million in the United States in 2016 by the way of increased heart attacks, workplace injuries, and cyber loafing. Does everyone practice it? According to the DOT, Hawaii, American Samoa, Guam, Puerto Rico, the Virgin Islands, and most of 
Arizona don't practice daylight savings. According to Patch.com, the Navajo Reservation in Arizona does practice daylight savings. Some states wanted to practice daylight savings time year-round instead of eight months out of the year. Those states include Florida, Washington, California, Oregon, according to USA Today. So we did talk about daylight savings, I guess, four months ago during the Mars and Brothers podcast. And we talked about when we got to go back in time, which I do enjoy, if I if I can count myself. But the, the spring forward piece... You know, I guess I can't be selfish. I mean, though, the one hour of sleep that you do lose, it does take me a little bit of time to recover. And especially when it's on a Sunday, you try to enjoy your last day before the work week. And all of a sudden, you know that you have to have one less hour of that vacation time. That that's definitely drastic. But, you know, they've been doing that for years. And I guess you do what you got to do about that. But one of the good things that I do like about daylight savings time i guess is the fact that the days are gonna get longer you're gonna have more sunlight you're gonna have more time to be able to do things when you wake up you're not going to be waking up to it being dark the hours are longer so i guess i gotta say that that is one good thing that i do enjoy about daylight savings but just that hour it's it's just tragic it's it's I just like my sleep. So I wish there was something that we can do about that. What what do we think about maybe avoiding it altogether? Do I think that there is really that much savings that we can do for that? I think nowadays, again, it's a lot different than how things used to be before in the past. I think nowadays you have technology. I think nowadays you're not relying so much on the agriculture that one hour i don't think makes a huge deal and i think that it does cause less confusion and you don't have to worry about going back and forth with having to set clocks anymore so for me if you ask me should we do away with it i mean i guess just do away with it have it the same time all year round don't worry about having that one day out of the you know, five or six months where you got to change back and then you have to then change it back again. Let's just keep it all the same, especially when you have some of the states like in the state of Florida where we are pretty much sunny all year round. You know, make it simple and just have everybody not worry about it. So those are my two takes on that. So, again, my stories were a little different. We had something more serious such as the coronavirus and what we're seeing and how it's affecting people. And again, daylight savings does affect people, but it's a little more lighthearted. So what are some takes that I think the MVP crew should be taking with regards to looking at the stories that I talked about? Well, first off with the coronavirus, again, like we talked about before, I think just like any other type of virus, and again, colds, common colds are very similar to or are a type of virus i think you just gotta practice hand hygiene you've got to make sure that you're washing your hands washing your hands washing your hands try to avoid your hands getting to your nose your mouth your eyes if you're coughing try to make sure that you're covering your mouth you know hand sanitizer whenever you can and just make sure that if you're feeling sick stay home i think if you do that that will be one of the biggest things you can do to decrease the risk of catching this, especially since there is no cure, there is no vaccine, 
And for the most part, if you are generally a healthy individual, it's you're going to feel like maybe this is just a serious type of the flu, but you should be okay. Those who are much older that are a little more immunocompromised, just as with the flu, you know, there could be things that could be detrimental to your health if you're not a healthy individual. So again, this is very similar to the flu. And I think that if you take care of yourself the way that you know how to, then you should be okay. And with daylight savings, again, I don't like it. I get why, I guess I get why they used to do it. If you ask me, let's just stop with us going back and forth with the hours. Let's just do one thing and have everybody do it because it's a different world now than it was before. So those are my two takes. MVP crew, thank you again for listening. You know, I'm hoping that you guys have a great rest of the weekend. And tomorrow morning when you listen to this on your way to work or you listen to this when you're going to the gym, hopefully you've learned something. So what are some things you can do to help support myself, Marvin, and Christopher when we're doing the Marshall Brothers podcast? You know, first off, find us on any of your podcasts. You know, just type in Marshall Brothers podcast. You will hear us. If you actually ask A-L-E-X-A to play the Marston Brothers podcast, you will hear us there too. So definitely support us when you're doing that. You can send us an email at marstonbrothers.gmail.com. We will respond to you. Thank you for those who are already listening to us. And again, we have our own YouTube channel, so you can check us out. So again, thank you for listening. I hope that you guys have a great rest of the week. And until next time, me, myself, and I... We are out. Take care. Stay healthy. Stay safe. And goodbye. Thanks for listening to the Marston Brothers Podcast. And remember, do work and make a difference in somebody's life. What are you doing? To a microphone. Are you talking to the microphone? Yeah. Are you making noise? Yeah. How old are you? Two. Two. Yeah, I two. Okay. <laughs> what else are you doing? I do a three. You're three? Ten, eleven. Eleven? Yeah. Four? Yeah, four. And five? Okay. Okay. Six. Very good. You're going to play with... Play with Grandma? No, I play Eli, okay? Eli's sleeping. Are you going to take a nap? No. Okay. I want to go on a cruise. What do you want to do? I'm going to go on a cruise. When are you going on a cruise? I'm going to go on a cruise. Maybe another time. Okay. All right. All right. All right, I'm going to press ready? stop. We're ready? Yeah. Okay. Sink. Why are you picking your nose? See? You're picking your boogers. I got this. Okay. I think we've got enough video, right? Yeah. We got enough recording? Yeah. Are we going to pay you royalties? Yeah. Okay. Anything else do you want to say? Yeah. What else do you want to say? Uh, my teeth. Your teeth?
What color are your teeth? What's that? What's what? What's that? That's, I don't know. You tell me. What's that? Okay. All right, Philia.